Hey, Boo. Hey. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was just waiting for you to jump on um online, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, tired, but how are you? How's your day been? Hi, Suka. Wait, too. This is honestly the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! You know, today I'm in the elevator, right? And I have locks. Oh. I'm in the elevator. You know, you get into the elevator and you just really want to close quickly before anybody comes in. Mm. Not only one Chinese kid, but like two more plus their parents and grandparents. I was just like, oh no, please (laughs) go. What happened? I see them. I see them like, you know, like you can see just a little bit over your shoulder and, and I see them like pointing at my hair i was like wait <laughs> next thing i just see these fingers coming towards me no like... <laughs> the other day my 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 boss because she's never seen me in a my she's never seen my hair in a bun she just like grabs it and i'm just like wow. <laughs> whoa <laughs> I'm so sorry for laughing. Oh my god. She just literally like grabbed, like reached and grabbed. No, and grabbed but it, it gets worse. It gets worse. She oh, grabbed wow. it. She's like, it's not real. I'm like, so if it wasn't real, you were literally going to yank my bun off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh wow! See, it's only been two minutes, and I'm already laughing. <laughs> oh, I feel like every but I mean, day when I get home <laughs> and nothing has happened, I feel like, wow, I'm a survivor. <laughs> yeah, like you're blessed. You're protect. You're divinely protected. Um, speaking of divinely protected, what are we talking about today? If you would like to introduce the topic, or should I? Okay, guys. So today we'll be talking about things that happen in the spiritual realm. Now, we will say that when we talk about spirituality, it's a very, very broad subject. And Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think anybody can say they know all, you know, because even with the, even with, uh, people that we know who are mediums and seers, sangomas, whatever, whatever term you want to use, even they admit to not knowing everything, you know, because the spiritual mm. realm is just an extension of what happens this side. So we'll just be talking about the, the little bit that we do know, um, some of our own personal experiences and some stories that have been relayed that really left me shook for the most part. <laughs> yes. So, and another thing, friend, I feel like people don't talk about this. You know, mm-hmm. they don't talk. They don't talk about it. It's either they uh, just demonize it completely in its entirety, even the good parts, <clears throat> mm. or they uh, or they're just too ashamed to be like, I had this experience as well. And I feel like there is so much good that can come from sharing, you know, because it could literally save a life. 
Very, very much so. Very, I, like that. Because sometimes when I tell these stories, it almost seems like I'm the only person who's going through it. And then, like, I'll hear somebody. That's why I think I form such close bonds with people who have lived through that experience also of being like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so I'm not the only one. Oh, okay, so I'm not crazy. Like, these things, um, you know, these things happen to people outside of myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, anyway, is, let's... Like, spirituality mm. goes on and on and on and i know a lot of people when they think of spirituality they'll automatically go to you know your relationship with god or your relationship with satan and you know and they'll think of um like just the the praising part of it whereas you know spirituality is also a big part of the human experience like i feel people like to separate it like there's the spiritual realm and then there's this realm whereas it's interlinked like, you know all of us like 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 i think if i can expand on what you're saying like how people think you know if you live a spiritual life you just live a spiritual life if you live an earthly yeah. life you just live an earthly life and it's like no you are a, you are a spirit experiencing life so even things yeah. like getting fuck drunk off of vodka and things like having amazing sex with men and whatever, whatever. Those are also Mm. spiritual experiences. But like, you know, it's not just about meditating and it's not just about going to the church. Mm. It's also about Mm. like just living your life. And like, it's that thing, it's that quote in the Bible of um, the war is spiritual or it's in the mind. What what does the Bible say? I literally don't know the Bible. I just know Psalms. And the reason why I know Psalms is because um, I would welcome any listener to correct me, but Psalms, when, the Afri- when Africans were enslaved and they were taken from here to America, their, their spiritual beliefs were, were demonized. And then what they did to kind of yeah. appropriate it or kind of like trick the white people into thinking, okay, you know, we've taken on your Bible was Psalms because Psalms is a book of spells. Like if you uh-huh. read it, it reads, it, it reads like a book of spells. Um, and, yes, and then I found yeah. out that, and, and then I found out that history. That's why for me, all I read is Psalms. Like people are always complaining. Um, people are always fighting about New Testament, Old Testament. I'm like, you, I don't know. All I know is I read Proverbs and Psalms because friend in Psalms also, there is some bitter verses in Psalms. Like there is oh, God, may my, may my, <laughs> may my oh. enemies be struck down. May my enemies run and cower. I'm like, you, are we not supposed to be loving in this religion of ours? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, um, yeah, so, on that note, friend, like, I also just want to, maybe I'm coming for people, but guys, mm-hmm. can we just be accountable, you know, and not just, um, perform spirituality and uh, not uh, do it for other people but at the same time don't schedule it like okay on a Sunday I'm going to be uh, I'm, I'm going to connect Friend. with my sisters or my or, or God it's every day it's all the time it's right now but friend, also, can I say like what's been so what was what was like mind fucky for me ne, was finding out that in Joburg I don't know if it's isolated to Joburg or like in other cities in, 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 in South Africa. It's a thing where people go to Twasa for clout. And apparently it's cool. 
And I'm like, nobody, we, nobody chooses this life. You just kind of like, like the life of having a spiritual calling and going to become um, a person who works with their ancestors. Nobody outright says, oh, this is what I want. But when I found out that people do it to be cool, I was like, Yo, you guys are playing with the wrong things. It's appalling. It's really so, so appalling. And I don't even wish to know people like that. However, yeah, I will say this, friend, like there are instances where people can go and see a spiritual healer and they can say to you that, no, you have a calling, like misdiagnose your your symptoms. And also Mm -hmm. sometimes not even intentionally, but simply because they are also human beings. Right. And. It's easy mm. for it's easy to misinterpret the science. It's always good to go for a second opinion, especially if you've got ailments that are that are very serious. You know, before you take mm. a decision to, you know, go and and twasa. If somebody has said that uh, you must twasa and you're not so sure, mm-hmm. go for a second go for a second opinion. You know, so, so yeah, there will be people who do make that mistake of misdiagnosing you but as for those that wake up you know on a sunny <laughs> wednesday afternoon and be like yes hallelujah twice oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 please oh i don't want that for my life guys like you know i i'm just so grateful and i always say this to you friend like my ancestors hmm. so far we are getting along just fine guys don't call me <laughs> don't call me <laughs> um so okay if i can share if i can share um my journey with regards to like spirituality and how it's been coming in 20 i was in third was i in third year or was i in second year no i was in oh i was in second year i was in second year 2012 and i was living in cape town and i literally nothing was wrong like I was fine, like you know, I didn't have a flu or anything. But uh, um, mm-hmm. a mutual friend of ours, Kumisa, who was a year ahead of me, was working on a documentary about spiritual healers, uh, and she was like, "Oh, there's a spiritual healer. Her name is. Do you remember Hijin? Uh, Hijin Kim." Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So for people wow. who don't know, Hijin Hijin Kim, right? Memories. Hijin Kim is an Asian transgender. Is she transgender female? I think she was born male, right? But she's yeah, she was born male. She's female. Yes, she's an Asian trans. And is she South Korean or? Allow. Let me just let me just use the the blanket umbrella of um, um what's this thing? Asian. Of Asian. Yeah, as problematic as oh, that sounds a bit problematic. But yes, she is. Uh, <laughs> Friend, there's so well, many landmines we, ha- we have that, to navigate. that than getting it incorrect, right? Then just calling her Chinese. Kanji, she's actually like Taiwanese. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, she was, um, our friend Kumisa uh, was <clears throat> working on a documentary about spiritual healers. And she had, um, uh, one of the people she was speaking to was this lady called Hejin Kim, Right. And then I was like, oh, cool, I'd like to go see, you know, I'd like to go consult, you know, see what's up. Like I said, absolutely nothing was wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I went. Um, now, when I went to consult with Hijin, I 
consulted with Genelwe, and Genelwe was her was her intro, so her 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 student at the time. So I remember. Um, no, 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 no. I, I consulted with Hijin first, right? And then Hijin was like, she said nothing, right? She was just like, mm-hmm. okay, so this is what I'm seeing. Your life is going like this. She was like, your father's ancestors need you to acknowledge them. You need, And then I started making an active effort to get to know my father's family better. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I think I went back uh, for a checkup, you know, I, and then I went to Kinele. Uh, so this time now when I go for my checkup, I'm being checked out by Kinele. We do the things, we do the bones, Kinele throws them. And then, yeah, she's like, oh, I don't know what you did, but, you know, your ancestors are very happy with you. Like, good things are coming, mm-hmm. you know. They, I see no negativity. I see only light in your whatever, whatever. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm just chilling there like, oh, okay, nice. Okay, you know, thank you. Um, we're finished with our consultation. And then as I get up to leave, she's like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, they want you to be a prophet. Um, yeah, I mm. forgot. Sorry. Yeah, they, there's there's this there's this thing here. And then I'm like, um, okay, cool. I didn't know what Ubungoma and what all of like the spiritual realm entailed. So I was like, so what she specifically told me was, I need to wear white, and I need to find a walking stick, and I need to go hiking. I need to go on a mountain. And then she was like, that's the best way for me to access my prophecy. And I was like, mm-hmm. um. Okay, cool, girl, you know, whatever, right? That was 2012. 2013, I was in third year. And I took a huge, huge, huge interest. I still do have a huge interest in, um, literally for me, anything Black. Black music, Black literature, Black spirituality. So I took a huge interest in voodoo, hoodoo, candomblé, santeria. And these are all... um, like tributaries of or like um what's this thing divisions of yoruba yoruba you know abo oshun yemoja olojumare in from nigeria or that or that west african sector abo mamiwata and all of that Mm -hmm. so you know third year friends third year we lived that was 2013 i don't know if you ever knew this but i used to take silver coins put them in a bathtub put them in the bathtub remember at dolly's yeah. Friend. Friend. Hey. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, we got disconnected there. But <clears throat> I remember sorry, I was oh, I should also mention I love these moments of I love the fact that our podcast isn't like perfect, so it's gonna come out like sounding choppy and changey, but there's some there's a there's an element of charm in I think so as well. Yeah. So I remember what I was saying was um uh in Santeria, all of these um uh spiritual I don't know what I can what I can even call them. But like yeah, what I was saying was in third year when we lived together, I don't know if you ever knew that I used to take coconut baths. Like I would legit go to I would legit find a shop in like Salt River or something that sold coconut and coarse salt. And get a few silver coins, put them inside, burn some impepo, and just take a nice, luxurious bath. Um, yeah, that, I was about to say, it sounds luxurious. 
Very. So that was 2013. 2014, the boy then moves to Joburg, and then you moved, a, I think you moved like a month or two before me, and then I moved afterwards. So I moved mm. afterwards, and I then was like, you know, I would like to establish a relationship. Just like having a family doctor is important. I feel like having a family or having a, 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 a sangoma to consult with is a thing to have on call. Mm. Yeah. So then... I, then I my friend is like oh my aunt is a sangoma you can go to her and I was like okay cool so then I go to her Zime the previous night I'm like scared but now the thing is like I've already consulted and I'm already like in this life and I'm like you know I'm like doing the things like I'm like getting closer to my ancestors but like so now the previous night I'm like shook because I'm like um and then I had watched Kumisa's documentary and I'd been in more conversation with Sangomas. I think this was even after the Ops Academy of Excellence where you had a Sangoma come there and who spoke about um, what it is to be a Sangoma and everything. And yeah. there was like mentioned to me the training that Sangomas go through for initiation. And then I remember being like, hey, boo, like, oh, you don't just start wearing the beads. Most, you, you, must, you must do something. <laughs> yeah. You must go this, you know. So, um, I remember then <clears throat> I went to consult with her, I think on a Tuesday, that Monday, Zine, I did not sleep because I was, I'm going to go see this woman. And what if she tells me I have a calling, tells me to be so I didn't sleep the whole night. The day I took a taxi, I, I went to her house, it wasn't Laneige's. So on the way to her house, I kind of got lost and I got off on the wrong Oxford street. So, me getting off on the wrong Oxford Street, she's like, oh, you're on Oxford Street, I'm on Oxford Road, but it's fine, they're like, not far from each other. So she drives to come and get me. So she comes to get me in her car, and literally, she, before we even say hello, like, I open the car door to get inside, and then she's like, Ha-ha, why are you so scared? I'm like, um, <laughs> lol, what do you mean, sis? What do you mean? I'm scared? <laughs> and then she's like, no, she's like, she told me that she hadn't been able to sleep the previous night and that she had a pain in her knee and she didn't know where it was coming from. Kante was actually my ancestors that had already gone to her before me. I don't know how that works, but yeah, that, that, that had happened. Like when she saw me, the reason why she couldn't sleep the previous night like made sense. It was like, oh, okay, it's because of this person who's coming to see me. Anyway, we go inside, uh, I con we consult. Of course, she confirms to me. She's like, yeah, you have a spiritual calling. Your ancestors want you. And then she's like, but you're too young. I don't want you to go just yet. Like, you're not ready. And I actually appreciated that. I only appreciated that in hindsight because I know something that's very in pandemic in Joburg and in South Africa is a thing of Sangomas telling you, yeah, you have a calling. You must trust her immediately. But mine was like, no, listen, you're not ready. Like, I just don't feel like you're ready. You know, you, you're not even working yet. Like, let's... You know, also, they aren't, like, calling you, like, very vehemently. They're just mm -hmm. like, you know, just come through, like, when you're ready, come through. Um, and, yeah, ever since then, it's just been about... And then I lived in Joburg for... That was 2014, 15, 16, 17. I lived in Joburg. And that was a very spiritually trying time. Ooh, the things I went through and the things I saw while I was in Johannesburg. My word like i would never i visit now like i just go back and i visit and it's cute and i part you know people rock it patches but i never see myself live in Joburg in my life like for myself personally like i'm not guys don't attack me i'm not 
because it's spiritually dirty <laughs> but you know but so yeah anyway that's me and that's where i am right now where i currently am is um very close and very in touch with my ancestors i do offerings almost every day um i do breath work almost every single day to not almost i do a breath work twice a day to connect with them um my diaphragm and um between my diaphragm and my and my lower back where umdao and it's true live uh, or like where they govern over you know i also do third eye meditations um i do headstands when i can for the crown chakra and i meditate while doing headstands and i have so many candles around my house candles of different colors that denote different things and i have so much incense in my house and i have um today actually i bought coarse salt from like these women on the street um and i have sprinkled the, so if you visit me like you'll like you'll think my house is dirty but it's not it's very clean it's just that i've got salt on the floor like and that's for protection um yeah, yeah. and oh I, and i sleep with a white cloth underneath my pillow because that, that that's one of the things my my first healer had instructed me to it helps with dreams like it brings it makes dreams more vivid and it has and sometimes i wake up from a dream like yes like yesterday i had a dream about my aunt who i know is bewitching me like i know like it's not a secret like you know when i tell you my aunt is bewitching me i mean like when we go when we when me and my sister go home like to my grandmother we don't eat like if she's cooked i will go we will go to nando's or we will, we will go to mp um to that extent but anyway so oh i've been rambling for a while anyway that's me so friend <laughs> can you tell me what are your spiritual beliefs well friend i just wanted to say like i love how um you've fully embraced your spiritual journey and uh, how you're not doing it according to you know what has been dictated to you I think it's important for all of us to um step into the light in whichever way makes us feel the most comfortable. What is mm. uh what I what I always try and encourage in people is that step into it, you know, rather than resisting it. A lot of people um I feel take on this um okay, air quotes spiritual journey but not really feeling spiritual about it they're doing it more as a chore something that they can take off something that they've been told to do and mm. so with me um i grew up in the church I, and i'm sure like with a lot of people but i i never felt like moved i never felt really really moved you know and then uh later on in my life um i i consulted with um a spiritual healer and it was a spiritual healer who had um helped in uh, exercising some uh some cousins of mine so you know when you're stepping into this and you're not familiar with it it can be really scary because mm-hmm. it's it, nobody nobody has taught this to you it's not something you grew up around you know like and people don't speak openly about it so you don't really have a reference 
And it was just really intriguing to me to meet somebody who is going to tell you things about yourself that are private things about yourself that you don't know. So that was mm. my first, that was my first experience with uh, spirituality, really, because before I was just going to church because on Sunday, that's what we did, you know, but mm. the, the, I, I can't say I had a deep, deep connection. And it's not to say, it's not to disregard the teachings of the Bible. It's just that at that time, obviously I was a child as well. I didn't have a, an, an understanding and I wasn't driven to understand either because when you're a child everything is i mean as far as you know everything is roses and su- and sunshine right mm. so yeah i consulted with this man that was the first time i was ever encouraged to use herbs you know like um like to steam myself and to cleanse the house so he gave us um like a um a mixture of salt and uh like, um, well, I don't know what the terminology for all of the herbs are, but it was a mixture of salt and, and of course, salt and, and herbs and had to sprinkle that around the house and light candles and just like speak positivity into your, speak positivity onto your household, you know? And when all of this was happening, I mean, because I was young, nobody really explained it to me, but also at the same time, I, my, there was no way my, my parents could get rid of me because I had to be a part of it. I had to be, you know, cleansed and protected as well. So, mm. yeah, I feel like I was thrown into it. But at the same time, um, as an adult, I, and you, um, as an adult, I can make my own decisions, right? So, mm. you know, I sort of leaned into it. I have been to consult a spiritual healer by myself. And it was during a time where I felt my life just wasn't coming together, you know, and I like, no matter, no matter how much praying I did, no matter how much, you know, speaking to friends and family, I even went to therapy at some point. I, I don't know. I was just curious. I wanted to know more. And so mm. I did consult and it just really opened so much up to me. You know, and then after that, I mean, look, that's really something you need to commit to as well, friend, like knowing that you have um, your your family uh, uh, seer or family sangoma or, you know, faith healer that you that you want to go to. So far, I can't say I found somebody where I'm like, OK, this I this is somebody that I want to go to. But I think in taking interest in it and realizing, wow, there is this. There's, there's so much to learn. You know, I came to realize that it's not just one way or the other. There are many ways of connecting with God, connecting with your ancestors. So um, I found there's a, lot of, there's a lot of information on the internet as well, which gives you the knowledge to find out um, how other people are doing it. And you, I, what I've realized is that it's not, like I was saying earlier, it's not something that you visit you know, once a week, and you know, it's something, mm. that you do, something that you do every day, you know, like keeping your, your space clean. What can I do to like um, enhance the vibration in my, in my living space? So it could be something like, um, like you were saying earlier, like making sure you have coarse salt around, making sure that you keep crystals, making sure, making sure that you, that you cleanse your, your your body so that could be doing something like uh 
a salt water flush, you know. So mm. this is really, really important to me to make sure that I am open and, and receptive all the time so that when the universe does give me signals, I can hear them, I can see them. You know, mm. Give it to chance. So this is where I'm at right now. Like I accept all the goodness that the universe has got to give to me. And at some point, do you remember that you and I were all like, hey, this universe business, I, we are not really sure, like universe. Mm, yeah, I, like I remember that. there was there was like a time of doubt and there was is. I like that it's a yeah. encompassing of everything that is God, everything that is positive. And it's it also speaks to the fact that there are many ways of coming to God, you know. So yeah, this is mm. really important for me. Mm, okay. Now, friends, uh, okay, so that's the good, that's the positive, that's the light, right? That's the, that's the um, you know, like I said earlier, I had like a really bad dream about my, 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 my aunt. And I know those are warnings, things like people mm-hmm. feeding you in dreams or whatever. Now, I want to ask you, friend, what yeah. spiritual good or bad witchcraft or where you felt your ancestors close but let's start with the bad i feel like that's more that's more interesting can you tell me your experiences with the other world or the unseen or things of the spirit i know there's many like we've spoken about a lot something that relates to me directly if it's something you've seen or yes anyway you anyway you choose to answer is and there's no wrong answer oh wow i'm sure i have a couple but i'll talk about my first experience right so okay. you know as you know when you live life guys you will always encounter people that don't wish you well and you know words have power people don't realize that so when people speak of people uh, casting spells on you it's not necessarily that somebody went and went to a mountain in the middle of the night and slaughtered a goat and spread that blood all over whatever you know it's not that it's not that dramatic but yes. the thing is it can be it can be and nobody knows why people choose to do um evil things but people do so uh, I don't know. I don't know whether it was a precaution. Like you say, like, I, like I've said to you um, previously, um, your parents don't tell you everything, especially when you're a child. So there was a stage where um, I had to go for a cleansing. And so, mm. oh, the, the, the faith healer that I, I was, cons- well, that my mom was consulting with at the time said that, no, actually, it's probably best that you guys come on a retreat. And this is just really a fancy word because, you know, we're using the English medium, but he has a house in the, like in the, um, in the, in the village. So, okay, fine. The agreement was that we are going to stay for a week, my mother and uh-huh. I, and we're going to do cleansing. Like every morning you wake up and you do um, cleansing rituals where, you know, like you have to like flush your body and yes. things you have to steam your body with all these different herbs and it really is refreshing i must say so then there was a day suddenly we were all called in like the whole camp like there, you get there mm. lots of people lots of people some have been there for 
for months, you know, I mean, depending on the the magnitude of whatever your your situation or issue may be. So mm. we were supposed to be there for a month. I mean, for for a week. Hey, so again, what I mean, you know, in the morning you do this cleansing, and then get the day would just go on as usual. And then obviously there'll be those that are really really sick that have to keep going in and out into various rooms doing whatever. Luckily mm. for me, I was not one of those. So suddenly one day, you know, as kids were playing, that we get everyone, everyone in the camp get, gets called into this huge hall. Like, hey, come, 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 come. It just became a frenzy. So we go in mm. there, chilling, chilling. Ah, I fear that. Yo, yo, yo. Like, I feared that man. Like, I just didn't understand at the time. Like, how does this man know all of these things? Like, what is it about him, you know? Mm. Anyway, it turns out they, uh, there was going to be an exorcism. Exorcism. Oh! Hey! <laughs> like it was a fight. So he was exorcising these two little girls. So apparently these girls, they've been repeating this grade over and over and over again. Like, they're like 16, but in grade, some ridiculous grade, like grade uh, 7 or something, and they can't they just can't. Apparently, they get to the test paper and they pass out, right? Wow. So, it's, it's really intriguing. Like, you're watching all of this. And so, the, the demons now or whatever, these spirits are, start speaking. So, like, can you imagine as a young child, I think I was maybe six or seven, you're hearing these girls, like young, young girls speaking in deep, ferocious voices. I was like, you, 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 what is yo. this? What is this? And they're fighting him, you know, like, you can, this is an old man, like, he's fighting for his life with, against these two little skinny girls. In my mind, I couldn't rationalize, I couldn't connect the dots as to what is this. So mm. then, hey, the fight keeps going on and on. And then at some point, the, the, the one girl, the one girl passes out, the other girl had to be restrained. The one girl passes out and he's like pinning her down and then she passes out. So, mm. obviously, at that point, he was seeing something that the rest of us weren't seeing. I mean, he's got, he's been through the training because he's a healer. Mm. So, next thing, the doors burst wide open. And he's like, go back where you come from and tell, the, tell your owner that I am the one who sent you there. Like, I, I, can't, I can't make you understand, friend, like, it's, it's, it's like how is this door opening you know and it's not like an illusion everything that was going there was so heightened was so it was an intense the entire setup was intense there, there are no time there's no time for jokes and you know playing around and all of that and then so the the doors burst wide open and then this thing obviously goes out and then it comes back in again you? Didn't I tell you you must leave? And then fine, you see the door handle um, going down, like, like you know, as if somebody is actually trying, uh, closing the door. They close the, then this thing closes. And then instantaneously, it starts raining. It starts raining, but wow. just around that yard. Like, just, just in the yard. But if you look outside of the yard, or if you put your, your hand out through the fence, the other side is dry. So mm. I was like, okay, okay. So this is not something I feel like I'm ready for. And the following mm. day, my mother had to leave because she had to go back to work. 
So this is like what three days. So now you must stay there by yourself. By myself. And to be honest, friend, like it was really, really traumatic for me. It was really, really traumatic for me. And so I think later we'll talk about um, how does one deal with the trauma of these kind of experiences? Because, you know, you can't go to therapy for them. So you, I mean, you can, but you'll just be prescribed some medication yeah, or some like, shit like how that. How is the best, do- uh, the best um, psychiatrist, uh, Doctor Bazaden Hoot, going to relate to you as Uma Zamini, who has had to deal with demonic possession and these things actually coming to you and physically abusing you and yada 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 yada. But we'll get to that. Mm. So, friend, like. Um, what are some of the stories that you've had or your own personal experience, actually? Own personal experience, what I remember was, uh, yet again, I was also very young. So I think things weren't going right in my mom's life, right? Okay, mm. sharp. she engages these guys. I don't understand what's going on. So, yeah, it's a Saturday. We're chilling. I'm watching, I'm watching Popeyes in the morning. Next thing, these three men wearing white robes come in. Okay, hi, how are you? And then they come into the bedroom. And then um, my mom's TV was in the bedroom. I'm like, yeah. So we're chilling, they're watching TV. And then it's like, oh yeah, you guys need to move to the lounge. We move to the lounge. Now I'm just chilling there like, okay. But I'm trying to watch cartoons though. But like, you guys, can you, can you hurry up? Um they do what they do right in the bedroom next thing from the bedroom we see them running to like <laughs> no imagine you're just chilling you just see people running past you like running running outside and then i'm like ah. and then they run to my mom's car and they pull a thing like a thing like imagine something the size of your fist that was furry mm. and like it was wrapped in something um, Kante, it was coming from my mom's. Apparently, it had been in the t-shirt section. Like you said, this thing about, like you said, that thing of like, you know, these people, because they are trained in everything, they can see the things that you don't see. So, mm. Kante, this thing has been there the whole time. We just haven't been seeing it. And then when those guys came, they, you know, they saw it and then it saw them and it obviously it, it ran away and they, they're, they're chasing it. So I remember there was that. I also remember, I have very distinct memories of being a kid and sleeping in my mom's bedroom. And my mom's roof was corrugated iron back in the day. Mm. Zime, at 2, 3 a.m., you would hear, you know there's some things you can explain. Like, you know, sometimes it's like, yeah. oh, there's, there's a tree that's growing. Mm. So that tree at night, when the wind blows, it um it rustles against the corridor. There was no tree on my mom's house. There was like nothing, Zime. Also, the sound that I remember was hooves. Mm. Like you know how uh, you know how a how a how a how a horse sounds. Yeah. I would like I would be woken up by the sound of hoof tracks on the on, on on our roof and it was something that happened very frequently when i say very frequently i mean to the point where i was like and this is the part where i'm low-key was like resentful to my mom where i was like so you just well i just I, you just let like my because my mom would be like no don't worry about it just go back to sleep i was like sissy there's a horse on the roof and you're telling me don't worry about it go back to sleep yeah um 
But yeah, so I mean, there was that. And I mean, friends, like, the stories, the stories are endless, honestly. So let me tell you the story the, that my one friend told me. It's quite mm. funny. So, so you know, most village life, like the lights, the street. There are no street lights, but you know, there's lights, man, far and here and there. With mm. so he happened to be outside uh, having a cigarette. <laughs> Mm. He, said he, he was he was outside having a cigarette but like as he's telling the story he's like whispering he's like Zimmer, please, you better not tell anyone about this so I'm mm. just like okay get to the juice you know so he says he's outside smoking right and then mm. um, like he's, he, he has like and he looks over and it's this woman like in her underwear on a bicycle in the middle of the night, like <laughs> I'm not laughing down the street, and okay. he happened to make eye contact, and the woman, like this is him, like mid smoking. Can you imagine the horror? He's mm. like he spots her, and they make like their eyes connect, and she's like, "Yeah." And she continued mm-hmm. on cycling down the road in her underwear. <laughs> like, like my girl just didn't want to be disturbed while she was cycling. <laughs> like, can you imagine this big woman on a bicycle in the middle of the night? So he didn't even finish his cigarette. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How can you? He went, he went back into the house and he says he didn't sleep. So I'm like, so now that you're telling me the story, like, I hope I'm not implicated in all of this because I didn't, I didn't <laughs> want to be a part of it at all. Oh, wow. Um, Wait, friend, and then also, can you tell, like, okay, apart from mine and yours ex- experience, oh, actually, if I can share one, because the thing is that we've just shared stories from, like, when we were children, and you know children's imagination, so you know people are gonna like roll their eyes or whatever. But if <laughs> I can share one from, if I w- can share one from as recent as last month, okay. I live in a multi-residential area. Okay, sharp. You know, there's a gate and everything. It's a mm. it's a very safe area. So I'm woken up at two a.m. by knocking on my window. And when I say knocking, I don't mean a gentle romantic knock. I mean mm-hmm. violent and aggressive, like you are going to break my window. Now I'm like, what the fuck is that? And something, and I'm scared. So for me, instinct tells me, like, because there's a, there's a difference between a friend of mine might be knocking at my window because they're in danger. Let me get up and go see. And then there's also, um, what's this thing? There's also... You know, like, why am I scared? Yeah. Why don't I want to go see what that is? Mm. I don't go and see what that is. Knocking continues. Knocking continues. Knocking continues on my window. Banging, if anything, continues on my window. It stops. Okay, sharp. And then I'm like, now I'm up and my adrenaline is pumping because I'm fucking scared. Next thing, Zime, um, what's this thing? I hear something being dragged across my, 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 my yard, like a bag. Like I'm hearing like a loud bag being mm. moved across, like somebody's carrying the, a trash can around, a trash bag around my yard. 
the knocking resumes. Literally, it was to the point where my sister was awake at the time. It was like around 3 a.m. My sister was awake at the time. And I, I was texting her. I was like, there's somebody, there's some, I didn't even say there's somebody. I said, there's something outside that's knocking on my window. And it's banging really loudly. I don't know what it is. I'm really scared. I, ca- I can't even move in my bed. Like, I couldn't go and turn on the light and do, because I was like, a part of me was like, Drake, you go turn on the light. You go open the window. You see what this thing is. Are you going to be able to live with seeing what you, yeah. what you, what you, what you Ooh, have seen? Truly. And I was like, no. And I was like, do not open that curtain. Leave it as it is. And one thing that I remember was um, um, evil spirits, bad vibes they feed off of fear yeah like mm. they so the thing is they do all of these theatrics and they dress the, and they look the way that they look to scare you because that is their fuel that is the energy that they use but when if you're not scared and you're brave then you are halfway to winning the fight with them you know you cannot yeah. give them um, power. So this loud banging, I, I recognize it for what it is. I'm like, you are trying to scare me and you're trying to like, you're trying to use my vibe. You're trying to lower my vibration to a fear. You're trying to weaken my defenses and I'm not going to let that happen. There yeah. I am. Light my candle. I sleep with a candle next to my bed. There's a Bible next to my bed. There I am. Friend, I become a prayer warrior. I'm inside. I'm la inside. La I'm la praying. La. I'm praying. I'm like, listen, okay? Whatever the fuck this is, no weapon against, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm like, I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. I'm like this evil demonic spirit that is out there. You know, I'm doing, praying all of this prayer. Um, banging continues, banging gets aggressive. And I'm just like, whenever I would get scared, I would text my sister, like the banging is getting louder. Like I'm, I'm genuinely scared. And the thing is that it was banging, like it would bang, stop bang stop bang 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 for like 18 minutes straight stop bang for five minutes stop and like i would text my sister and my sister would be like no just pray just 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 pray and just keep calm and then you know i would do that so that's something that i recently have had and then when i spoke to somebody um when i spoke to one of somebody a friend of mine who works for the multi-res that's here, she was like, oh, you're actually not the first person to complain about such things. And she's like, oh yeah, there's, there's rumors that one of the people who used to rent the houses here had two tokoloses. And when he left, he left them in the multi-res. So now it's just here to torment the rest of us. And a part of me breathed a sigh of relief because I was like, okay, as long as it wasn't directly aimed yeah. at me, then good Mm -hmm. but then another part of me was like okay shit that means that you know i'm not the only person to have experienced such you know such things to have happened but yeah yeah. i think another thing a friend what people and i don't know why they don't realize that there's so much going on around us all the time Mm. all the time like going back to what you were saying about your experiences in Joburg it can't be surprising it can't be surprising to anyone that there's a lot of you know bad energy um in a place like Joburg because there are a lot of people like it's where people go to hustle like Joburg can be pretty rough so the spirits are also going to um be a reflection 
of that. This makes so much sense. And it's not to say that they're not good spirits. Of course they are. But now we're talking um, in, of instances where you have negative spirits around you. You know, you need to make sure that you're strong. And that's why I say you can't mm. choose it. You can't make it like a once a week thing to connect with your like to have a high vibration, to connect with God, to connect to your angels, to connect to your ancestors. You need to make sure that you are strong every day because when a demon is coming to, you know, attack, it doesn't first write you a letter, be like, okay, Tuesday next week, <laughs> nine o'clock. It pulls through and they can see, they can see when there's a void because really like if spirits are cast out of one place, like cast out of somebody's body or cast out of a building or whatever, they will look for a mm. nice, cushy place to settle. And that could easily be you, guys. So you have to make sure that you're strong all the time. And it doesn't help for people And my to thing say, is, that's... This doesn't exist. Mm. It's, you know, fairy tales, whatever. Hey, when the popesal dance, like, you really need to be serious about your life. Honestly. Like, that's why for me, it, like, the whole vibrations and the, you know... Uh, frequencies of love and and frequencies of fear um like on being on a low vibration for me it's like that's why i'm so i don't even know what the word is like i'm so i guard my against feeling low vibrations like things like anger like i don't harbor friend that's really like i don't harbor like I don't harbor anger. Like that's how that's how like mm-hmm. evil then enters. I have yeah. aggression. Like I have aggression. Like I know my 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 um umdao, which is uh, also uh, I think it's synonymous with also being like a warrior spirit. That's aggressive, but it's not angry. Like I don't like mm-hmm. if I can tell you right now. I think my free. I think if I could just like read my own frequency, I would say I'm on like a I'm on like a I'm on like a like an eighty percent. It's also the thing is that these are the things like these. You know how in mathematics you have equations that you can apply like to find different things. Mm. It's also the same thing of like so people who don't believe in spirituality. Let's just use the mathematics um, equation. People who don't believe in like spirituality and you know the thing about low vibrations being or whatever. Think about the fact that eighty percent of um, illnesses. And this sounds very, this, I know this sounds very like um, ethereal and otherworldly. 80% of um, uh, sicknesses are caused by stress. Like it's mm. the mind. Mm. Now, imagine if you are stressed, heartbroken, angry, sad, you're just harboring all of those yeah. and your vibration is like low. Of course, you're going to be an easy target for yeah. these things to like latch onto you, which is why. Guys, yo, guys, it is so important to heal. Yeah. It is so, it is of utmost importance mm-hmm. to heal. Like mm-hmm. healing facilitates ascension. Ascension facilitates yeah. like you're no longer on those bottom frequencies mm-hmm. where you can be attacked mm-hmm. by these things, you know? Yeah. And it's a pity that a lot of people don't realize. And that's why like all of these people who talk about Okay, let me not even drag people. Let me not, let me not, let me not zoom it, don't. But um, people who go to church regularly and even people who mm. engage in other spiritual practices, a lot of them won't feel it. There's, it's about the feeling, guys. What mm-hmm. you feel tells you a lot about your vibration, you know? 
And for a lot of people, it will sound really whimsical, you know, because a lot of people are practical. They believe in, like, all of this tangible stuff, you know. And mm. that's, not, that's not what the human experience is. We're spiritual beings. There's a lot that's... Um, there's a lot that's going on. I was telling, uh, I was telling Gabo a story the other day about a friend of mine who had like this spiritual visit. Okay, you, I I don't know at this point mm. whether it's good or bad, but it scared the shit out of me. And to be alone in a room with her in the middle of the night where I can't mm. like, and it's like everything aligned so that I couldn't get out of that house. You know, it's 3 a.m. I don't know that there are no lights in the house. There's been like her housemates aren't around. So it's literally me and her. I don't know where the keys are. I, I don't know any neighbors I can run to for help. And this girl is here, you know, speaking strangely, like switching from what I see and understand as her normal self. And then um, this thing, it's in her eyes. Like, oh. I never like your you know, friends. My knees are weak. My knees were weak. My bowels <laughs> were loose. <laughs> Friend, like I'm laughing, but I remember when you told me that story. I had goosebumps. Like every Friend. listen, it's guys. I'm sorry, it's way too long of a story to relate. Mm. Uh, and it, we'll come back to it. Also, I think me and Zima thought relive it when she told it to me recently. <laughs> so it'll come up again another point. Also. It's like, the, it's dark where we both are. Like, the sun is setting where I am. I'm sure it's dark where you are. We don't want to be talking about these things. Yeah. I don't want to relive that memory of what happened that mm. night too. But friend, that was legitimately scary. Like, that was... that was, guy, Oh, I actually forgot. Um, Friend, I did tell you this, but I, I'll share it with you again for the benefit of the listeners. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think... Oh, yeah, I did tell you. I did tell you. Remember what happened to me at Kitchener's in Joburg? Yeah, you did. On the 1st of Jan. Mm. Okay, so just to just to brief the listeners, first of January. Um, okay, no, I go to Joburg twenty eighteen, going to twenty nineteen. I think yeah, to New Year's Eve twenty nineteen for Afropunk. Okay, you know it's nice, it's fun. The thirtieth, the I mean the thirty first and the the thirtieth and the thirty first. Okay, cool. And then I'm with my friend, and then on the first, you know, we're looking for a vibe. Like, what's going on? Mm. Like, who's having a bra? What's going on? Gante, okay, it's nice at Kitchener's. All the celebs that were at Afropunk, you know, Kitchener's is the cool underground place to be. So, of course, everyone is there. Okay, shop. I go, we go to Kitchener's. I have a little bit of weed. I have a little bit of wine. Yo, Zime, that night, I saw the anus of a snake. Hmm. Z- like, Zime, I... Sh- like, I'm still legitimately traumatized by what happened that night because I don't know what switched when. Yeah. When I literally lost control of myself and I started telling people their things. Mm. And I remember when I, when I related to my friend later, she was my friend who was a healer. She was like, oh, what happens when you're in a crowded place like clubs or whatever? You know, um, people's answers can come to you because you are a channel you are receptive you are a receptive vessel to bring a message to someone else Mm. zime i remember it started out okay it started out oh 
like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I can't sit down. Oh, there was, I couldn't, oh, I remember also, I couldn't stand still. Like, I had to keep beating the soles of my feet. Like, so I had to, like, keep on pounding the earth. Like, yeah, I had shoes on and everything, but, you know, I had to keep on, like, it, make it a rhythmic, like I was dancing. I, and then I was there with a friend of mine who had actually had a, who had had a similar experience, um, a friend of mine called Zuri. And then he pulled me aside and he was calming me down. And then, um, yeah, so that's happening. I'm telling people their things. I'm like, imagine literally you're at a club, you're at Kitchener's, you're having fun. And then somebody comes up to you and they're like, listen, your ancestors are tired of you wasting their time. You need to go. <laughs> yeah, and, that's awful. And the thing is that, and the thing is that I remember being so careful about it. Like, there were a couple of people who I was like, listen, I'm so sorry to say this to you. Like, I, I would apologize profusely at first. And th- these people, man, would be pushing me to be like, no, say it, say it, say it, say it. And for me, what was scary was I would ask people, have you been, like, so these things would be, so people's ancestors would be like, tell these people we want them. Like, tell these people what's going on, you know, tell them whatever whatever and then i would have to like control them and then be like okay so this is me now me now speaking to the actual person in front of me i'm like okay listen have you been to consult with a with a with a, with a spiritual healer and the person would be like yes and then i'd be like okay so you know that you have a calling and the person would be like Ugh, are you going to tell me that I have a calling and that my ancestors want me? And then I was like, yes. And then he's like, this happens so many times. And I was like, it's happening so many times because you keep ignoring it. And the thing is that you ignoring it is at my cost now. Do you understand what's happening? But I mean, yeah. obviously I wasn't saying that, but okay, cool. So what I'm about to tell you is not, not going to be anything new for you. That was at Kitchener's. Zime, I was crying. Like there was, it was like a legit, I was a full channel for like, mm. like, ancestors like ancestors that were around that night where i was crying this beautiful friend of mine oh my way to my guys guys big like i will never get over how my way to calmed me i sat next to my way to at the bench under uh at the bench outside uh, at kitchener's so there was like six of us i think at the bench i'm sitting next to my way to my way to keeps hitting my back when someone is channeling their ancestors there's pressure points to hit i know the sh- i know of the shoulders and of the back there's i don't know about others so my way to is just like pounding me on my back as he's pounding me on my back like this i'm crying i'm in tears i'm howling and there's these people who were like i said like americans who were in who came to south africa who came to Joburg for afropunk were were also there so there's a couple of them at the table and like there's also a couple of south africans and you know whatever all just chilling there i'm going through the most of what i'm going through i'm not even mm-hmm. embarrassed i'm just like i cannot help this you know so yeah. my way was there and he's my way was there and he's pounding my back he's pounding my back at my shoulders and then people are like um what's going on what's going on and then he's just my way to the street like don't don't worry like this is this is normal this is just relax guys <laughs> yeah nothing nothing's gonna jump out just calm down like he's just having an experience but also, and is that like i know from a friend of mine as well she was telling me that whenever she i mean that is you know it's when your ancestors see that you've got your your god down so they see it mm-hmm. as an opportunity to come join the party you know so that was that for me that was okay cool that was very traumatic friend i even remember telling some lady outside we were standing on 
what it's Juta, I think yeah, Kitchener's is on Juta, on Juta Street. What's happening mm. on Juta Street? And there's this lady who I do not know who I go to her and I'm like, this is the year you're gonna be pregnant. Like you're gonna have a baby this year and you're gonna have a baby with a white man. Like Ooh. your baby, yeah. There's a white man who's coming away who's going to give you a baby. And I was just like, oh Drake, stop it, stop it. Like just pull yourself back, pull yourself back. The thing that the thing for me that like and this I think I did this to like over ten people. I was telling like over ten more than ten people their things. I remember also just being like, I want to be wrong. I want so I would go to somebody and then I would be like, Was your grandfather's name XYZ? The person would be like, Yes. And I'd be like, oh, fuck shit, so I am right. And then I'd be like, Okay, listen, your grand your grandfather wants one, two, three, four, five. You know, um, there was somebody who I was even like, okay, now this is a deeper thing. The mermaids, um, that one, guys, I don't know about the mermaids. I know mm-hmm. about them, but I don't know about them. But I remember talking to someone and being like, I'm supposed to give you a message about the mermaids or something. I don't know, because I myself don't know. So I can't even, the language is not, you know, I can't translate what's being told to me. So I'm sorry, but I just have to tell you that there's something that's going on with the waters and with your life. Um so that was, yeah, that was Kitchener's. That was very traumatic. And then I think a couple of months later, I partied again in Bramfontein. Obviously, I'm thinking, ah, no, now I'm in control. I've got it better. I yeah. go to, <laughs> I'll never forget. I go to Great Dane, but now I'm prepared. I've got Isnaif on me. I've got Snuff. I'm like, no, if anything happens, I'm ready to like, you know, um, do the things that need to be I'm ready, I'm ready to like you know de-escalate things so there I am I met Great Dane this girl I don't know we keep making eye contact and then I go to her and I don't know yeah, if she thinks I'm flirting with her or whatever but eventually I go to her and then I'm like hi is your father a preacher and she's like yes I do not know her Zima it's my first time seeing this girl I'm like is your father a preacher yes and then I'm like Oh, okay. Um, you get, you do know that you are like you have a calling, right? And then this girl literally exasperated, like put her arms down, and she was like, "Bruh, no, like, no." She's like, "I don't want this." Like, you guys keep telling me this, like, I don't want this. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay." So I just had to, and then like, but I just had to reassure because the thing is that I could tell that she was. This is me now, four or five years in the game. I could tell that this was for her, like maybe year one in the game. So I had to like give her the message that was coming through and then come back and then be like, okay, listen, sis, don't worry. Like this, we all go through this. We literally like, it's all, you are told about your calling, you hate it, you want to run away from it, but then eventually you embrace it. And then this girl now starts crying. She's like, dude, I can't, my family's in the church, but I know I have to, but I, I don't, I don't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, and then, I get another message to be like, no, your parents know, and they're the ones that need to step up. Like you are also being called, but like your parents are, are also within this with you. Mm. And then, um, yeah. And then, you know, that's me giving the message. And then I step out and then I'm like, okay, listen, sis. And then we're at a great day. It's like literally 3 P it's like 3 PM. The sun is out. It's nice. It's a sunny day. I'm like, Sis, listen, this isn't going to go away. Just enjoy yourself. Drink your bev. Okay, have fun. <laughs> I'm there and I'm, I'm there and I'm comforting her. And 
you know, and I think that was like maybe the last, that was actually my last time partying in Bramfontein. Yeah. And of, like now, whenever I go to Joburg, I literally am just at my sister's because I'm like, look, guys, now I'm going to go out and I'm going to start, I, I, like, I don't want to relive those experiences again. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, that was, like that's, a that's, it sounds like a lot. It, friend, it's a lot because there's no template. Like, it's a lot because it's like, mm. you don't, like, you literally maybe know two other people who've gone through this, but it's such a unique experience that it's like, you feel weird and you feel like an outsider and it's the and it's and the thing is that when you feel it it's you've lost control so it's like i want to stop but i can't and there's a kind of thing of you need to surrender like that's what i learned from it that i kind of needed to surrender to to just allow it to happen so yeah but i want and very, very greatly blessed with is that a lot of my friends um, around me are, 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 are healers. And a friend of mine, um, Leroy, shout out to Leroy, if you listen to this, hey boo, um, was telling me that the, the thing of association and friends is not by coincidence. Mm, like your ancestors... going to raise that, yeah. Mm, your ancestors lead you to certain people because you need to learn something from them or because they are good for you and you are led to certain people, you know, and pe- certain people are brought into your life for, 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 for the reason of, you know, ascension and, yeah. and, 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 and alignment with, with the spirit. And it's something, it's also a, a reason I feel people should be more open to learning more about their spirituality because you know you'll find that there are a lot of people out there who are empaths right who have really really Mm. uh, good energy good vibrations and people will be drawn to that you know and they will Mm. suck out every last drop Mm -hmm. you have so it's your responsibility as a person who has these gifts to constantly make sure that you're recharging recharging cleansing you know like Something like sharing a bed with someone, sharing a space with someone. Be careful. You know, even your bestest best friends, like you don't know what what is inside of them internally. And I'm not talking about like, you know, cholesterol or whatever. I'm talking about the, the spiritual <laughs> stuff, you know. <laughs> you know, like that stuff is contagious. Like, so if you can, don't always have people in your space. Don't always share clothes. Don't always, you know, do sleepovers and also with fucking guys everybody we all listen me i'm the first one who loves getting dick but everything you do is a spiritual exchange you know so take mm. that into so when i tell people don't hoe around it's not because i'm like dick is bad or whatever or you know you're you're immoral but think about what you are taking from this person like what is this person smearing onto your spirit how much are they taking away from you you know because this is how uh demon possession happens like it can easily move from one person to the next because you decided to hook up one night with you know some random guy or some random chick you know so and mm. even if you do even if you do cleanse yourself Cleanse yourself. Go and the thing, watch a wash. Go pray. You and know? the thing, and the thing, and the thing, just to echo on what you're saying, like 
Yeah, you know, whole around. Guys, listen, I'm sex positive. I believe that sex is a, is a beautiful thing given to us by God and we are meant to experience the most delicious sex ever of life. And God wants you to have the fattest and creamiest nuts. That's what we believe that. <laughs> but you also, we also need to be aware that there are people out there who use sex magic and sex energy oh yeah know how to draw it from you and they do it consciously and like you say the thing about being empaths and people being drawn to you i have had sex with some very broken people some very broken men and that's part of i going back to the first podcast or one of our first when i was talking about part of the reason why i stopped having sex was also spiritual it was because i realized that like I'm having sex with men who aren't spiritually conscious. So they're just Mm -hmm. out there. And listen, a high body count for me is not a thing. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you've had sex with like 62 people, but let me find out that you had sex with somebody who I know has an evil heart or let, or somebody Mm -hmm. who is, is not the best person. Then, you know, that for me is a, that for me is a, mm -mm, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a red flag and it's a, and it's a no go. And, um, People often ask me with my celibacy, they're like, oh, so when is your celibacy going to end or whatever? I'm like, my celibacy is probably, like, I don't have a timestamp to be like, okay, I'm going to be celibate for like two years or three years. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I will, I will know when I'm supposed to have sex. And I yeah. genuinely do believe that, you know, when I do get back in the game, you know, it's going to be somebody who is going to heal and bring up the good things and nurture and sex is supposed to be healing and it's supposed to be like good and like you say like it's being an exchange it being an exchange Mm. it's also okay can i also just segue to say this what we are speaking about now is about sex being an exchange right yeah it's they let's not lie there's been a lot of spiritual men who use sex, who, a lot of hotepi men who use the whole sex as an exchange to slut shame women and be like, oh, this and this and this. And like, you know, when you're a woman, you're taking on so many spirits, but it's like, what about the men that are fucking me? Like, yeah. I don't know if you know, I, there was somebody who shared a tweet about, it's so funny how we shame, how the Bible shames Mary Magdalene for being a ho- for being a prostitute, but never the men who slept with Mary Magdalene. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's actually profound. Mm. Um, so, yeah, no, I believe that when it comes, when it, that's, why, that's why I'm patient. That's why I'm like, mm. If I can, if I can, if I can, like, put it in words for, like, people to understand, it's like a 13th check that you don't know when it's coming, but you know it's there. That's how I feel about, like, when I go back into having sex, when I go back into dating, when I go back into having a romantic partner, it's going to feel like a bonus. It's going to feel, and the thing is that I know it's coming. It's, it's literally on the way. It's, it's, it literally already exists. It's just for me to vibrationally align with it. And it's like, there's a reason why it's not happening now when it's supposed to be happening. Like, it's so funny that when I stopped having sex, it didn't, it didn't become like a, um, what's this thing? My life didn't drastically change. It was just like yeah. a, I don't know, you, you know, I think even giving up red meat or giving up milk is a bigger, was a bigger sacrifice. Giving up sex was just literally like, oh, okay, I guess I'm just not gonna do this for a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So now, Frank, can we talk about uh, the, um, how do you heal from, like, 
something like having to live with demons because in the instance of i've got these cousins they're they're not older than me but as kids they would have um these creatures that would like come to them and uh, like thrash them and make all kinds of demands listen my mom's family was like turned completely upside down it was really just a shambles you know because they were mm. all governed by these things that would that would they wouldn't come for the adults they would go directly to the to the kids the two boys and they're the only ones mm. that saw that 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 saw this and this happened over a period was it two or three years where they they would see these creatures they would be the ones that are beaten these creatures would wake them up in the middle of the night and be like just stay up if you sleep we'll beat you you know for imagine oh. as a young child you know so Mm. And I was saying to you how I feel like my one of my cousins, he's like he's just odd, you know, extremely odd, you know, he, and he can't help it. He's not a bad guy, but he's just really odd. And I feel like it's mm. it's directly linked to that. So now what, you know, now what? Because Mister Doctor Bezadenote or Doctor whoever is not going to even believe this. Actually, you know, he'll diagnose me mm. with schizophrenia. I mean, the, 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 that, that has been the case for Black people a lot, that a lot of spiritual things have just been attributed to mental illness. And that's, a, that, that's like, I know, uh, go, yeah, a, a, a spiritual uh, healer on Twitter. Well, she's not on Twitter anymore, but yeah, Unox, she was talking about how, like, mental health and spirituality is very, it's a very murky thing to navigate because mm. just because just because you have bipolar doesn't mean you have a calling but a lot of yeah. people who do have callings do struggle with mental health mm. you know um mm. in terms of the healing your friend i don't know i and that's i mean that's a question that should that should be spoken about a lot more yeah. like where 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 are the resources for yeah. the people who experience things that can't be explained you know mm-hmm. so i i and i, I, I have, i've expressed this to you before i don't want to know what goes on underwater what? i don't want to know how i, I, I don't want to know how it i don't want to know how a tokolosi looks like mm-hmm. i don't want to know how you know there's things that i that that are shrouded in mystery that are completely fine exactly where they are yeah. but i feel like this this specific one of like um how do we heal like this is one where i'm like okay we can open up the conversation for this one or how do we how not even how do we heal how do we process how do we function how do we function in 2020 in a normal life you're an accountant but just yesterday you were you you saw uh you saw a tokolos how do you how do you explain to your hr manager i need leave because i need to go for counseling because Mm. i saw some shit or you know that's something that we can expand on but yet again i just want to go back to guys there's a reason why we aren't supposed to know certain things yes okay and i'm saying this as somebody who has access to this knowledge who has like spoken to people the whole underwater initiation or whatever, we've heard about it. I've read some things and I don't want to read any more because and it's friend, absolutely, friend, like, it's on, fine. Have you seen, um, we, we should stop sometime soon. But anyway, um, talking about 
for already you know, over an hour. <laughs> talking about how, you know, there are certain things that you don't need to know, guys. Honestly, don't be adventurous. Like, there was this mm. challenge that was going on on social media with about the, the oh the, my the gosh salt and the glass under your bed with vinegar and the whatever. vinegar oh our shames guys feel free ne? but keep your thoughts <laughs> from me thereafter <laughs> and how you will recover from that that's entirely your baby certain things you don't certain things you just don't need to know Ooh. that's it mm-hmm. you know that's it. Oh my gosh. I remember seeing, I remember I went, I went on that salt and vinegar thing. I was like, what is this? Like, what's going on? What is then I read why people were doing it. I was like, are you guys bored? Like, why do you want to know these things? It's like how, like, okay, guys, okay, I won't drag Abeluk. It's fine. Like, Gabo, let's <laughs> No, no, drag them, drag them. Say it, friend, say it. No, I feel like we've still reserved, we've still reserved an entire episode for that. I'm just gonna jot this down okay, that's so that true. on the day I can bring it up. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, but yes, but to wrap it up, you guys, like um this is this is I feel important for me. Um mm. which ways do you guys feel um we can try and heal after such experiences? Because I feel like healing in general in, in the black community is something that like and I'm not just talking about spiritual things, even just like just stuff like family stuff, you know, like normal, mm. like scandalous family stuff. We're not like even even things like divorce, like yeah. not you know, not like not anything spiritual, but yeah. even something as simple like how, as divorce. How do we heal? Like how do we heal? Mm. Like what what resources are there for us? You know. Mm. So you guys can please let us know and share your stories. Oh my god, I'd love to hear people's freaky stories because. Yes, 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 yes. Bag of them. A friend, this is like this. This this is almost on the same level as the 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 romantic life one. Like we're still gonna keep circling back to it. Like it's not it's not a topic that's done. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we need to wrap it up. We've already crossed. We've long crossed the hour mark. Shame. (laughs) And this when when we started this, we were like, you know, we're gonna keep it to thirty to thirty minutes minutes for time. (laughs) Keep it cute, but no, we couldn't. Oh, friend, I love you so much. Thank you so much for this. (sighs) And we'll meet. Friends, me too. It's lovely. Let's hop over back on WhatsApp and just, you know, uh, debrief and <laughs> after party. Because I think because after party over there on WhatsApp. Because <laughs> I think it's already late. It's already like after midnight in China, ne? Yeah, it's almost one o'clock. All right. I would love to. I don't know what our next topic is gonna be about, but uh, it'll come to us. But I would also love to talk about your experience about living in China. Um, yeah, that's what something. Joke, that's something worth discussing. <laughs> okay, okay, friend. Let's hop over on WhatsApp. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for this conversation, and thank you to everyone who listened all the way to the end. Bye. Bye.